I try to do things and it just doesn't work out the way I want it to. And I get real frustrated. They're like, I try hard to do it and I like take my time but it just doesn't work out the way I want it to. It's like I concentrate on real hard but it just doesn't work out. And everything I do and everything I try, it never turns out. It's like, I need time to figure these things out. There's always someone there going, hey Mike, you know, we've been noticing you've been having a lot of problems lately, you know? talk about it, you'll feel a lot better. I go, no, it's okay, you know, I'll figure it out. Just leave me alone, I'll figure it out, you know, I'm just working on myself. They go, well, you know, if you want to talk about it, I'll be here, you know, and you'll probably feel a lot better if you talk about it. So why don't you talk about it? I go, no, I don't want to, I'm okay. I'll figure it out myself. If they just keep bugging me, they just keep bugging me, there's pills on the side. It's got me, it's just time to come up right with what's not. You allow me to say I'm right with you to away. I'm not drinking, here's the design You're the one who's crazy, here's the design You're driving me crazy, here's the design They take me in and it's too You said it was the only solution to give me the professor I'm protecting from the enemy myself I was in my room And I was just like staring at the wall Thinking about everything But then again I was thinking about nothing And then my mom came in And I didn't even know she was there She called my name and I didn't hear her And then she started screaming, Mike, Mike And I go, what? What's the matter? She goes, what's the matter with you? I go, there's nothing wrong, Mom. She goes, don't tell me that. You're on drugs. I go, no, Mom, I'm not on drugs. I'm okay. I'm just thinking, you know? Why don't you give me a Pepsi? She goes, no, you're on drugs. I go, Mom, I'm okay. I'm just thinking. She goes, no, you're not thinking. You're on drugs. No, no, people don't act that way. I go, Mom, just give me a Pepsi, please. All I want is a Pepsi. And she wouldn't give it to me. All I wanted was a Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. And she wouldn't give it to me, just a Pepsi Give my shirt with my sleeves, tell me back to see a sleeve Just be happy, just lazy, it's just worth it, I'm crazy I'm not crazy, here's the solution You're the one that's crazy, here's the solution You're driving me crazy, here's the solution They stick me in and it's true, she said it was the only solution Give me need from the club, just take it from the enemy myself I'm sitting in my room, my mom and my dad came in They pull up the chair and they sat down. They go, Mike, we need to talk to you. And I go, okay, what's the matter? They go, me and your mom, we've noticed lately you've been having a lot of problems. And you've been going off for no reason. And we're afraid you're going to hurt somebody. And we're afraid you're going to hurt yourself. So we decided that it would be in your best interest if we put you somewhere where you could get the help that you need. And I go, wait, what are you talking about? We decided my best interest? How do you know what? my best interest is. How can you say what my best interest is? What are you trying to say? I'm crazy. When I went to your school, I went to your churches, I went to your institutional learning facilities. So how can you say I'm crazy? Say to go to the big one, right? Leave me suffering at my face. By the time they think my ass, man, I'll leave you. I'll be dead. I'm not crazy. Here's the concern. You're the one that's crazy.
really a dumb ending. I mean, that, that, that is kind of dumb. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. It's not safe out. People are shaving their crotches as we speak. There is pubic hair in the air everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, my God. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Arnie State Show. Hope you are doing good this morning. I got to tell you, it must be hard to be a New York Jets fan. I mean, my hat's off to them. It, it, it's not easy being a Ranger fan, even though they whooped ass last night back in the wild card, baby. Getting my hopes up. Hashtag Evan Carter just called up last week. Best thing to happen to the team. Anyway, going back to football. It's hard to be a Longhorn fan, even though we beat Alabama this week 34-24, if I did not mention that to anyone. The hardest is being a Cowboy fan. Even though the Cowboys won 40 to fucking nothing. Because I have to deal with other Cowboy fans. Stupid Cowboy fans. They say, this is the year. It's not the year. Dak Prescott's our quarterback. If the defense plays like the 85 Bears had sex with the Doomsday defense and then had an affair and they mixed up the jizz with the steel curtain, if the Cowboys defense turns into that baby, we got a chance at winning the Super Bowl. Because no matter what Dak does, the defense is going to score more points than the other team. But the Jets. Oh, man. Oh. They, they were given a savior. They were handed the keys to the gates of football heaven, they thought, because they got 57-year-old Aaron Rodgers. Who likes Hayahuska? Now, he's a great quarterback. He's a Hall of Famer. Can't take that away from him, even though he's only got one Super Bowl ring. But he's got one. He won it here in Dallas, too. It pisses me off. Anyway, so they get him. Man, he's fired up. He's loose. He's ready to go. Saw the pregame interviews with him. Monday Night Football on 9-11, which we will talk about here in a second. Wow, did the president fuck up a lot yesterday. Did a lot of people fucked up yesterday. You get Aaron Rodgers out there to carry the flag onto the field on 9-11, opening night for the Jets, and the Jets have passionate fans. Oh, they have passionate fans. More so than the, the New York Giants. And here they are, watching their team play, playing the Buffalo Bills, a hated division team, a team that's been picked to be great by me and others for the last three years. And by the way, they suck too. Nice game, Josh Allen. Put on the fourth snap of the game. Your Messiah, Captain Hayauska. Goes down, and I'm not laughing at the man because he got hurt, because that ain't right. I'm laughing at just what it means to the fan base, because when he went down, you could hear in the booth with Troy Aikman and that suck bag Joe Fuck. 
you could hear, uh-oh. And they were like, well, it's an, maybe it's an ankle injury. You know, he had calf problems in training camp. Yeah, it turns out it's probably going to be a blown Achilles. He's out for an entire year. Done. Now, look, they bring in that quarterback from BYU that was plugging his mom's friend. Kid has a decent game. Josh Allen has a, the worst game of his entire career. Because I imagine the Buffalo Bills sideline last night just looked over when he got carted off going, well, we won. We ain't got to try today. And they sure as fuck didn't. Jets beat him in overtime. Punt return, rookie from Stephen F. Austin. Pretty cool. But man, oh man, to be a Jets fan, oh, it's tough. That is some tough shit right there. And do I feel bad for you? No, no, because you see, once again, I'm a Cowboys fan. Matt Hatter, first one here. Shitter was full. Good morning to you, my friend. I hope you're doing well. Hockey player. Hope you're good today, says Happy Taco Tuesday, ass family. The Notorious Rev says, good morning, ass family. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me. Okay. This is back on the job hunt, unfortunately, but hell, I have three interviews lined up. All right, well, keep plugging away. Keep plugging away. Stop being, you, you got to stop hiring yourself out as a man whore. That's what you got to stop doing, my friend. I, I, I mean, seriously. Good Lord. Safety guy. This morning ass family. Ralphie is up in the house. Like a pink nightmare. She says happy morning. Uh happy morning ass family. Well, happy morning to you too. That was that's a kind of a tough, weird thing to say there. Uh let's see. Uh who's next here? Oh, gold. Hey yo. Morning to you, my friend. Hope you're doing well today. There she is. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only bratty kid is in the house. God damn it, I don't know what it is about your face, but I want to deliver one of these right in your suck hole. Yeah, I I, I get that. I I understand. Sometimes I can be a jackass. I I know that. Uh, Safety guy says morning metal. Swoosh. (laughs) Hope you're doing well today. House of Pain. Says good morning, ass family. I know it's only week one. But the AFC looks like a dumpster fire. I think Josh Allen just had another turnover. Good God. Who looked worst in the Meadowlands, Josh or the fucking quarterback for the Giants the other night? I mean, the guy from the Giants, he has a reason to look bad because the Cowboys' defense was that good. Hmm. But God damn, that was a beating. 40 to fucking nothing. You don't see that in the NFL ever. Please be a fire. Woo! Good morning, ass family. Let's get this Tuesday morning off the right way. The Jets may have the most expensive quarterback transaction with any production in the history of the NFL. Oh, my God. I don't know. Whatever they're paying, and we got to break that down for three plays or four plays. That was that was so bad. I, I, and, and, you know, here's the thing. I was kind of rooting for him. I was kind of, you know, I was kind of hoping that he'd give the Jets that, 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 that spark that they needed. Because I really hate the Giants. I, I'm not a big fan of New York teams in general. But I got a little soft spot for the Jets. I don't know why. It could be the, the number one started there with Namath. I, I don't know what it is. Christopher! You fucking whore. Fuck you. Yeah, that's it. Go home. Get my dinner ready. 
Christopher, not only do you know everything about the movies, but I know that you have some insight into one of my favorite restaurants to eat at, and that is McDonald's. Got a question for you for the McDonald's. I'm a big fan of the double cheeseburger. Very, very easy. The double cheeseburger, no pickles. That's what I get, and I get two of them. And what I like to do is I like to combine them, and then I combine the tops because the tops have all the good stuff, like the ketchup, the mustard, and the onions. Now, is there an onion shortage happening in America right now? Is there? I'm just wondering. Because if there's an onion shortage, then I'll understand it. But I have gone, and this is like a weekly thing. Sometimes, you know, Brad, a kid's sleeping because she works all night. So so you're walking the streets, yes, before anybody makes that, that thing. Yes, she's a hooker. Um, oh, I'm going to hear about that one. She's not. So I'll go to McDonald's because it's literally a mile and a half away from the, the house. I get two double cheeseburgers, no pickles. Combine them. Well, last few weeks, I've noticed, haven't been getting any onions on there. And barely any fucking ketchup and mustard. So the last time I went, I decided, hey, I'm not going to say hold the pickles because then maybe they'll make it the right way. So, of course, I order my two double cheeseburgers, keep my mouth shut about the pickles, which is one of the hardest things in the world to do. Get home, open them up, there's the pickles. Hardly any ketchup, hardly any mustard, and no onions. So last night, Braddy Kid had a tough night on the streets. So she slept. So I decided I'm, I'm going to go make, okay, so this today, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get two double cheeseburgers, no pickles, extra onions, Extra ketchup and mustard. Ha ha! That'll show them. Same, same McDonald's by my house. Probably the worst McDonald's in America. I get home. I open my first burger. And I notice there is a lot of ketchup and mustard on there. A whole lot. I'm like, okay, they fucked me on this one. But then when I open the top, guess what there ain't? There ain't no fucking onions! Second one didn't even have extra ketchup and extra mustard, and it still didn't have hardly any onions. It had like three. So is there a fucking onion shortage in America, or am I going to have to go regulate at that McDonald's? Oh, it's the small shit that sets me off, people. That's all it is. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? Mate. How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here. American, okay, but says good morning, Asne IG. I love the baby making music this morning. Ah, oh, all the metal that it is lovely, isn't it? Adam J in the house. Buenos dias, amigo. Mi amigo in Mexico. Buenos dias, Mexico. Uh, Derek in the house. Becca, Becca. He says, good morning, ass family. Time for Wimpy to pay up on this Tuesday. Swoosh got the D meet 64 points in the victory this week. Hell yeah, they did, because that defense is awesome. It's t-shirt time? Oh, is it ever. It is 12-10. It's t-shirt time. 
T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's yeah. T-shirt yeah. time. I got yeah, I to tell a story. So T-shirt gotta tell a story. time. It's T-shirt time. And my brain was all over the place yesterday, and I didn't get to tell this story. Brett, a kid, and I went out over the weekend to get some, some tacos. Sitting there. And I'm wearing one of my 4T5 wrestling T-shirts. 4T5printing.com wrestling T-shirts. I'm sitting there. I'm eating. Dude comes up, and he's going to the John can, the head, whatever y'all want to call it. He looks at my shirt, and he goes, all right, fellow wrestling fan. And he gave me a thumbs up on the way. And that's the entire reason for the entire T-shirt collection. So there you go. You want to be cool like me? You go to 4T5printing.com, and you get your shirts there. They can do it. They can do hats, too. By the way, uh, the 4T5 printing hat is now 2 and O. Oh. 2 and O. Oh. How badass is that? Morning to you, Rhino. I hope you're doing better today than you were yesterday, my friend. Uh, at least you're not a Michigan State football fan. Oh, God. Oh, Notorious. For, uh, Joe and I are going to talk about this coach. Boy, that's the one thing you can't. If you if you're having a a victim of rape speak at your your functions and things, the last thing that you can do with her is talk to her on the phone and be jerking off at the same time. That is not good, not good at all. And that is why that some bitch got fired. Uh, Hangtown Jen! You know I don't speak Spanish. Good morning to you. I hope that you're doing well today. Uh, who we got next? Sanchez family! Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty! We are free at last! He says, yo, Trash Panda! Oh, I love trash! Trash, did, did you not hear the, the, the music this morning? Man, I played nothing but metal this morning getting everybody ready. Jets fans are posting about how much God hates them. I wouldn't doubt it. If it's his Achilles, his career is done uh, to old. Oh, yeah, his, it, look, he's done. Zach just said Aaron Rodgers played a great game last night. Uh, let's see. Uh, it was definitely the Achilles. You could see it snap in his calf reverb. Made me sick to my stomach to see that injury. Oh, that's just too bad. Yeah, he, he's done forever. His season is over. And by the way, good morning, Warbird. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheel of dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Good to see you this morning, Warbird. My friend Alicia is in the house. Good morning to you, Alicia. Hope you're well. Whitewash says, top of the morning, ass family. They made Josh Allen look like a confused rookie last night. Three picks to the same player. Good Lord, that's like Neil, uh, Neil O'Donnell to Larry Brown in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl XXX. Dallas Cowboys won that. And yes, that was the last one we ever won. It makes me sick. Trash Panda uh, says, that was the second time Jets have ruined 9-11 for New... Oh, come on. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. Boy, that was a zinger right there. 
Woo, man. That one's, a, that one's a tough one to come back from. Mr. J, that is his name. And all wild DJs, he will tame. Mr. J says, good morning, ass. Hope everyone has a good day. Freddie Kid says, I prefer lady of the night. I, I'm sorry, lady of the night. Streetwalker is so mean. Do you walk to McDonald's? Fuck that shit. Hell no. Hell, I don't even walk to the goddamn mailbox. It's true. What's the mailbox? Like half a block away? Shit, no. We live at the end of the street. Mailbox is at the other end of the street. I'm driving that some bitch. I've walked it a couple times. Shit, I almost had to call 911. It's crazy. Uh, McDonald's, fuck McNasty. Swoosh says, go regulate. Mine use, always uses onions. They also have them packets at 7-Eleven. Of, oh, wow. I didn't know they had that. Not one person, but two people. Ogre! Ogre's up in here. Let's go. Buenos dias, my friend. I hope you're doing well. Last night I was talking to a friend, this is Mr. J, about fantasy quarterbacks, and I said Aaron Rodgers would be the biggest bust pick of the year. I didn't know I'd be right. Yeah, you're totally right about that. Fuck your mama. Hot mama, good morning to you. Safety guy says too soon. Yeah, that one was a little close. If you don't chew big red, then f*** you. Damn right. Battleborn says good morning, ass family, and Dr. States, just a little bit tardy. Hope all is having a fantastic day. So far, so good. Okay, somebody just sent me something here. Hockey guy just sent me a fight. New York's uh, uh, nearly beaten to death uh, on campus. Where's the video? Okay, I'm getting pictures of it. There's no video. No video. I mean, he's getting stomped. SUSD. What is that? South University of South Dakota? I, I, I don't know. Stockton. Oh, oh. It's a Stockton. Oh, yeah. That kid's got it. Stocked in a fight? Yeah. Thank you, hockey player. <laughs> Stocked in kids. All right. Let, let, let's talk about yesterday, shall we? God, a lot of things happened yesterday. And, and this first one has nothing to do with 9-11. I'd like to know what the fuck is going on. Yesterday... Senator Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, was in his office when a group of people from PEPFAR, a program that addresses HIV and AIDS, came into his office unannounced, into the building illegally, and then set up shop. Here's the video. Why is it that Democrats can do this Are they going to find all these people and they're going to arrest them and put them into prison for long terms like they've done to the January 6th people? I don't know if any of these people were arrested. This is allowed? What if one of those occupiers had a gun? 
Hmm? They broke in the same way that January 6th did. We've used technology. We don't even need to use technology. We got a fucking phone cam of all their damn pic- faces. We used all this international technology to figure out who these people are and hunt them down all the way down in Wiley, Texas. And look, breaking into the Capitol, I don't agree with that. I, I thought that was wrong. We have asked family members that were there that did not break into the building because they knew it was wrong. You can put in your theories that they're HB. I believe the FBI was there. I believe all this stuff is just all lunacy. Because when we have this happen and nothing happens, people go, what the fuck? What's the difference? Can anybody tell me what the difference is here? I'm being honest. I, I, I'd like to know. They should be on precedent, be charged with treason, sedition, and in prison. They assaulted his office. Look, they did the exact same thing that the guy who went and sat in Nancy Pelosi's office did. The, 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 the poobah, the grand poobah guy with the horns on his head, he went up to and, and How about that? Are these people arrested? Or is this just a cool video that's going out there showing that we can do this? See, this is what America is sick of. This is the shit that America is tired of. Now it's not even people. Why is it too soon? 9-11 was 22 years ago. And I can say it because I was Japan was nuked. All right. Hey, you're right. You're right. That's because it's the Democrat circus and their monkeys, only they can do that. Cowboys girl, good morning to you. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. But this isn't just even the elite. This isn't the president getting away with something that the former president did. These are regular people. And we've seen it happen before. You remember, what, two months ago? There was an abortion. There was a, a group of people that are in favor of abortion on one side of the street. And then on the other side of a public city street, there were people that were anti-abortion. Now, they weren't yelling horrible things at them. They were yelling Bible verses at them. Cops showed up, and they arrested one of the anti-abortion people for talking on a public street. The exact same thing that the abortion people were doing 12 feet fucking away. But they didn't get arrested. Remember, though, if you bring this up, Democrats will accuse Republicans of whataboutisms. I, Democrats can do whatever the fuck they want. And if you say, what about something Republicans did? They say, you can't use whataboutisms like forbidden arguing method. Well, they can say that. I'm still going to use it. Because they still use whataboutisms, and I understand exactly the way. They use those in the court of law. So I'll go ahead and use it in the court of Arnie. This is ridiculous. Everybody from January 6th should be let go from jail if you're going to allow this. Or, now if you want me to start to get on board with your wacky logic, Every one of these people are getting 20 years in fucking prison because they're traitors. 
They're not occupying anything. They're traitors to the country. They're assaulting a United States representative. Think that won't hold up in court? Oh, I bet you it could. You get the right judge in there. Get nice Trump-appointed judge in there. The problem is every DA in the country now has been appointed by George Soros. And they're all a bunch of pussies. All right, enough about that bullshit. Let's talk about fucking Joe Biden. Good God almighty. I, I, first of all, let, let's talk about where he was yesterday. For 30 years, for the founder of the Proud Boys, it wasn't even there. Riddle me that bullshit. It is amazing, isn't it? Joe Biden claims he was at ground zero the day after 9-11. That'd be 9-12. Here's the problem. He, he regurgitated that bullshit yesterday while telling an anecdotal football story about how great he would have been if the governor of Alaska, a fellow Scrantonite, would have been on his high school football team. By the way, nobody laughed because, well, it's 9-11. So he tells this story right there, and then he goes into talking about it, and he's talking to the troops. He says, I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I remember he said something like, it was like uh, the, the opening of the gates of hell. Here's the problem, though. You see, in, this is where I, I, oh, here we go. If so, you are type two and no, take. I'm not type two. I'm type A personality. Things that I'm going to show you. In Sir, I, I really appreciate all you do. Imagine General Sachs and the tribal leaders and stewards of these sacred lands and all service members and families at Joint Base Elmendorf Richardson and distinguished guests. I join you on this solemn day to renew our sacred vow. Never forget. Never forget. We never forget. Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Ground Zero in New York. And I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked Here's the problem. Oh, man. It's bad when they have photographic evidence. <laughs> they also have video evidence of it. We're on September 12th. Joe Biden was actually in the halls of Congress in Washington, D.C., and he was nowhere near. Grand. He didn't show up to Ground Zero until September 20th. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing that he didn't show up until September 20th. What I'm saying is, how about 9-11? We don't use that as a political ploy, like where you were. Yeah, you know what I mean? And by the way, Mage, I only said that it, it, it's too soon just because today is 912. Like, if you were to tell that joke next week, I'd probably laugh my ass off. But, but, but on the day, it just say, look, I've told them. I've told those jokes. I have a problem with them at all. I wouldn't tell them in New York, though. That's one thing. Joe forgot about those precious lives that were lost in Kabul. 
No, they were military members. He doesn't really care about them. He doesn't care about anybody who doesn't have either the Biden surname or a D next to their name for dumb fuck. Even in his own autobiography, he wrote that he was back at work in the Senate the day after the attacks. It's in his own fucking book. How can anybody look at this man and go, yeah, I'd vote for him again? And, you know, here's the thing. I don't think he knows he's lying. I think he really thinks he was there because he's that out of it. As they would say here in the South, that boy's been touched. Because otherwise, why would you do this? Uh, let's see. Uh, Donald Trump showed up two or three days later with a construction crew to help. Uh, shit, he didn't even care about the grandchild Hunter had with the stripper. Yeah, named London, spelled with a U. Fucking terrible. The one thing you can't do on 9-11. <laughs> Zach says, I'd hate to be the guy on the Biden staff that tells him, please don't go off script today. Well, he went way off script yesterday. Are y'all ready to get mad? Y'all are going to get mad at this. Because this ain't being reported in a lot of places. I'll report it, though. Uh, let's see exactly why I don't push military service on my kids as much as I appreciate those that serves. I don't want to see my kids being a pawn for the government and their bullshit. Amen to that. Swoosh says he's a habitual liar. He believes all the bullshit he spews. I understand where you come from, Alicia. I, I Look, uh, I, I think military service is one of the highest callings out there, and my dad didn't want me to do it because he knew that, well, I'd either be really, really bad at it or to be really, really good at it, killing people. He didn't want me to do that. So, And let's not kid ourselves. That's the job of the military is to kill other people. The one thing on 9-11 you shouldn't do is make a deal to Iran. Yep, yesterday, Joe Biden finalized a deal with Iran to swap prisoners, and now we're giving them $6 billion of their frozen assets back. It was talked about last week, but the deal was finally uh, finalized yesterday. And see, this is where I, I just... If they know it's going to take a week and there's a possibility, there's any sort of possibility. First of all, it's a terrible deal. What are the Iranians going to use that $6 billion for? Uranium. They're going to get uranium. They're going to procure it somehow. I don't know how you get it. I don't know if you buy it from a little Pakistani guy down the street. I'm not sure how it's made. I know scientists. But they're going to get their uranium, and they're going to blow up Jerusalem. That's what they want to do. Joe Biden, congratulations. You anti-Semitic fuck you. But you got to think there's somebody there that goes, oh, um, this is going to pass on 9-11. Can, can we put it back like three days maybe or put it up four days? Uh, can we just make sure it doesn't happen on 9-11? Hopefully they get wish.com uranium and it blows themselves up. <laughs> Wish.com uranium would be urine. 
They get $6 billion worth of urine. Oh, my God. Now, one more story about 9-11. I got to ask, is this bad? And then we get to talk. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. That's where we'll go next. Okay. Is this bad? DraftKings, they've apologized for this now. They offered a, a, what, what's called a, uh, a parlay, which means you get to bet on more than one thing. Like you bet on two or three or four or whatever, however many you want to bet on thing. And they all have to win, and you win gobs of money. DraftKings came under scrutiny when it appeared to offer a 9-11-themed parlay inviting in, <laughs> involving New York teams. Take the Mets to beat the Diamondbacks, the Yankees to win over the Red Sox, the Jets, and the Bills. And they called it the Never Forget Parlay. (laughs) Gotta say bad, bad name. Bad name. I think we found the guy who used to work at Budweiser who approved all the Dylan Mulvaney things. I think we found him. He's now the guy in charge of allowing DraftKings, as Ogre says, the managers of the NFL. Yes, a a, a sports book that has gazillions of dollars that's running everything now in the NFL. Somebody there is like, yeah, let's call it the, the Never Forget Parlay. Oh, that's so great that Disney and Charter reached a deal restoring ESPN ahead of Monday Night Football. All those New Yorkers are like, yeah, we get to see Rogers play. Look, I'm not laughing at his injury. I'm laughing at how funny the injury is. And if it, look, if you can't laugh at that, then you and I have different senses of humor, or you're a Jets fan. You got to admit, though. First game, I, I mean, that was just, that that was Shakespearean last night. Him going down like that on 9-11 after bringing the flag out. Oh, my God. Oh. All right. Now, we're going to stay in the city that never sleeps. What's next? TNT fireworks. We have a special called 9-11 made up of an attached pair of fireworks that light one after the other. God almighty. Oh. I'm glad we're talking about yesterday. I Somebody asked me to tell my story for yesterday, and I'll tell it now. Oh, by the way, Celebrity Ass Deathmatch today. We're going to do non-comedy theme songs today. Non-comedy celebrity-ass deathmatch. That means the comedy ones are tomorrow and then Friday. Before I do it, I'm going to get some votes from you guys on how I want to do this. So I was in the studio on 9-11-2001. Regular show. Um... 
I was kind of excited because my dad was coming home from seeing my horrible dead now sisters, or dead to me at least, sisters that live in that fucking dump St. Louis. I think I'm going to start saying it that way every time. So I was going to get to see him that weekend. I was very excited about that. That was the only thing really going. The show was, look, Longhorns were okay. I think they won their first two games. I, I was in a decent mood. And we're doing the show, and all of a sudden, I believe it was Nick, Nick was our, our producer then. He alerts Scab to something that's happening. It's early in the show. Ooh, Friday at game show themes. Hmm. Hmm. Let me think about it. Let me think about it, swoosh. And we had a TV in the other production room, which was attached to the main studio. They're just smaller studios. And we had to turn that TV to where we could see. And by the time we got it all set up and turned on and everything, I saw an explosion. And I thought that like an air conditioning unit or something had caught fire. No, that was the second plane. And I didn't realize that. And then we got the reports that two planes had flown into the World Trade Center. We, we, we were glued to it. We were doing the, hate to say, play-by-play of it. But when the buildings came crumbling down, we had no idea. I mean, we, we knew it was bad. <clears throat> we didn't know how bad it was. Well, actually, we thought it was a lot worse. Because usually at that time of day, there's about seventy to 80,000 people in those two buildings. And it was early enough to where there weren't. We didn't even take into the fact that police were running in and fire department were running in. We, 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 none of that really got in our heads. And then we saw the buildings fall. And they, the, the TVs never, they never showed the people jumping out of the buildings. That was caught on camera by some people and put in the USA Today, and yeah, I've seen it. Uh, I was getting on the on-ramp to the freeway when you guys said the first building was coming down. I'm shocked there weren't a ton of accidents on the road that day with people riveted to their car radios. How about the non-lyric themes for Thursday? You have four champions battle for supremacy on Friday. Uh, that, that, see, the non-lyric one, that's just too tough. See, if I game shows, okay. Let me, let me, let me think on this. And I'll never forget thinking in my head, it was about an hour into it, that my dad's supposed to be on a plane. So I start trying to call him, trying to call him. I can't get a hold of him. First of all, he's terrible at answering his cell phone. I don't even know why he had a cell phone. Try to call my sister's house. Nobody's answering. And I'm starting to get a little nervous. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! Jazzman says, morning, ass family. Ladies, bust out them pink tacos. I'm hungry. Have the best possible day, everyone. So, 
We stay on the air that day. We we don't take commercial breaks for the rest of the show. And we stayed on until about noon. We worked from 5.30 to noon that day. We were told, go home, get some rest. But I, I, as soon as I got home, I turned on the TV to watch the coverage, of course, because I'm like everybody else. I'm riveted to it at this point. Um, get a phone call later in the evening letting me know that we're going to work until about 2 or 3 or 4. And I said, whatever. Let's do it. And it was going to be all commercial free. We were on the air from 5.30 until about 3 o'clock the next day, just helping people, listening to what they had to say, what they thought about it. Oh, I was ready to turn the fucking Middle East into a goddamn parking lot. Still am. I believe I probably uttered, let's make the Middle East our 51st state or 52nd state or whatever the fuck it was. But back to the original day, I was starting to get a little worried because I hadn't heard from my dad. And all of a sudden, the prince of programming comes running down the hall. And he's got a phone. And he hands it to me, and it's my dad. And I broke down. It's a day that still gets to me. Because of that whole experience I went through. Probably the one of the greatest shows we've ever done. Probably one of the greatest shows that's ever been done. I'll go ahead and say it. Um, but what they're doing to the officers in the fire departments, it's unbelievable. New York City. New York City! will be cutting overtime pay for police officers in an effort to pay for the city's ongoing migrant crisis, despite police complaints that they are already understaffed. The same people you honored in the morning who ran into two burning buildings to be rewarded with those buildings collapsing on them, These people that you held up for years and years and years. Now you're saying no more overtime pay for you. Meaning less police on the streets. Meaning more crime. And you're going to blame the migrant crisis? Well, why don't you go ahead and just look at Washington, D.C. for that? And the mayor used to be a cop? Jesus Christ. And by the way, it's not only the police department. The fire department, also heroes. Corrections and sanitation departments have to reduce all overtime. The head of the NYPD says we're still thousands of cops short. We're struggling to drive crime back to pre-2020 levels without adequate personnel. Also, with a shitty DA that has a no-bail policy, probably. If City Hall wants to save money without jeopardizing public lives, they need to invest in keeping experienced cops on the job. 
couple of years ago, Brad and Kid and I were talking about going and visiting New York. Well, you couldn't pay me enough money in the world to go visit New York right now. Mm-mm. No, sir. Fuck all that. Eat my butthole. DA is too busy trying to defeat Trump. Yeah. In a case that doesn't matter, it's a misdemeanor. For the love of God, they're, they're prosecuting someone on a misdemeanor. How can... I am nothing more than a below-middle-class kid from Garland, Texas, who grew up, who paid attention to the news, who watches things, who reads, who pays attention to the world. And I can see it. You're prosecuting a misdemeanor? Why, because you want to be in a history book somewhere? Because you want to be a footnote? Because you think that's going to further your career? I want you to think about the millions of dollars you are wasting on this trial. And yes, it will be millions for a misdemeanor. All right, so New York City is the East Coast, San Francisco. Yeah, or San Francisco is the West Coast, New York. Seeing these people dive into businesses to escape the smoke and debris cloud when the buildings fell. Yeah. The reason why you have a migrant problem, and you really don't. See, here's your problem. You have a city that has 16 million people. I believe that is the current, somewhere around there. 16, uh, maybe 18 million people live in New York City. New York City! That's a lot. I think L.A. is like 7 million, I think. Somebody will have to check those numbers. And you ain't got no place to expand. Well, we sent you those 15,000, that's right, 15,000 migrants that we've been sending up in patches all summer long. Why? Because we want you to join us in saying, let's do something about the border. This isn't a Texas problem. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a New Mexico problem. It shouldn't be an Arizona problem. It's not a problem um, in, in California because they don't care. Let them all go through California. Hell, retake the state. I don't give a fuck because they don't care. Now, I know Californians care, but the state doesn't care. The state of Texas cares. State of Arizona cares. I'm not sure about the state of New Mexico. I think the people of New Mexico care a whole lot more than the state does. But we're tired of it. We are tired of it. And it's, 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 it's no patriotic thing. It's no race thing. It's no fucking bigoted thing. But they come to our country. They'll work for, for pennies on the dollar. They take jobs. And I know I sound like a crazy right-wing, crazy conspiracy, but I'm just telling you the truth. You see, the people that come here legally, they do everything legally. They get jobs. They get paid horseshit dollars. They, they have to do horseshit jobs. 
but they do, and they save their money, and they become citizens. And whether they buy a cab, whether they buy a 7-Eleven, I don't care. They are contributing to America. The end. Fuck them, let them continue to turn that shithole into New York, New Yorkistan. These fucktards want equity and sharing everything and denying the misfortune of birth or locations, then they should be glad to help Texas and other border states with the immigrant problem, right? Trash the problem is New York is going to hell. All me- uh, hell means America is greatly affected because it's the financial and cultural hub of the nation. It rots, and we all start to. Which brings up such a great point, and, and, and I love this because you're absolutely right, Ogre. And New York has been that way since... I'd say early 1800s. Mm, I got. I, I'm writing a text message. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, here, about, there you go, all right, and I say it's going back to the 1800s because a lot of people don't know this, and this is true, and you can look it up, you remember that little little act of northern aggression that we all had to live through, or we didn't live through it, but people are going to be getting reparations for it, Uh, the Civil War, remember that? That happened in 1861 to 1865, yet the Emancipation Proclamation wasn't signed until 1863. Very strange how all that works. And what it was was when South states, Southern states, seceded from the Union. Do you know that there was a city that wanted to secede with the Southern states? A kind of big city. A city called New York City. They wanted to secede with the South. Why? Because the South was producing all the revenue. See, the South, the main reason why the South left, and and they they want to tell you it's slavery. It's not. Slavery was like fourth or fifth. Slavery was a part of it. I'm not going to lie. It was a part of it. But was it the main part? No, it wasn't the main part. New York is where they made all the clothes. Where did they get the raw cotton? Where did they get the cotton produced from that? From the South. And the South was being taxed at an exorbitant rate. And the South said, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not being represented in Congress the way that we should be, and you're going to tax us for this? It was being taxation without representation. Same reason why we had that little skirmish with the British. Hmm. Was it right? I don't know. But Ogre's 100% right, and that's why we have to fix New York. I don't know if there's a way to, but it has to happen. Don't they have a giant statue in the town that says they want all these people? What the fuck? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, a big gal. Bring us your tired, your weak, or is that the post office thing? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that works. Um, by the way, by the way, I uh, just want to throw this out there for you. They have discovered what is called white gold. White gold has been found in America. 
volcano volcanoologist and geologist from the Lithium Americas Corporation at Oregon State have reported finding a humongous treasure about 1.5 trillion metric tons that's a lot of lithium discovered along the Nevada Oregon border meaning rut row Mm. No, no, no. White gold is uh, is absolutely no longer cocaine. No, it's no longer that. It's lithium. Um, this will completely help the the building of tens of millions of electric vehicles, which we've all been clamoring for. Oh, but oh, go gosh. But then I decided to do a little research on my own. And I Googled in how dangerous is extracting lithium? Because, you know, triple mama five. Damn, damn, damn. Can you snort lithium? No. Christopher says, I knew it. I, I just Googled how dangerous is mining lithium. <clears throat> the process of extracting lithium consumes significant amounts of water and energy, and lithium mining can pollute the air and water with chemicals and heavy metals. In addition, lithium can disrupt wildlife habitats and cause soil erosion, leading to long-term ecological damage. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, here's a question I didn't ask. What's the dirty secret of mining lithium? Lithium is usually found in underground deposits of clay and mineral ore or underground pockets of water. Removing these deposits disturbs the soil, the water table, and causes damage to the local ecosystem. Oh. How dare you? <laughs> uh, look at the bright side. There's now a job for all those immigrants. No shit. We're going we're gonna to be taking on them big old National Geographic titty-swinging African gals now. Right, kids? So, so it's bad? Yeah, it's not good. It's definitely not good. Safety guy says, but it's saving the planet. Now, one more question here, and then we'll get to uh, the celebrity-ass death match. Is lithium mining worse than oil? Now, that's a, that, th- that's the question we all want to know, especially Sassy Pammy. Hey, cowboy. Hey. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous. I huh? am. Yep. Morning to you, Triple T. I don't know how to put this, but kind of a big deal. People know me. Triple D says that's why the lefties don't want it mined in the U.S. Lithium mining does have an environmental impact, but it's no worse than oil drilling. So it's the same. 
Now, this is, this is the great part here. This is especially true when you consider the carbon emissions produced from petroleum products during their usage as compared to lithium-ion batteries that have little to no GHG emissions during their use. Yes, but what do you do when that use is over? You see, the emissions from the oil that we extract, they burn up and they go into our environment. And yeah, you can say that's bad. But with these, these batteries... If a battery catches on fire, God forbid, you have to let it burn because it burns too hot for water and fire departments to put it out. Then when that car finally takes a shit, what do you do with the battery? Can't recycle him. So you just sit forever? You put them in the ground? Hmm. Damn, I left my country mining lithium, and now I'm doing it again. What the fuck? <laughs> they use fossil fuels to charge the fucking batteries. It's so... Oh, it's Rhino. Rhino, my man. It, it is one of the most hilarious things when you watch this all unfold. Uh, there was a car company a couple of years ago. They were out at Pebble Beach, or they were doing one of these big car shows out there like they do. And they were promoting all of their battery power. I think it was Jaguar. It was either Jaguar or Saab. It, 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 I have to think it was Jaguar because Saab sucks. Sorry if you drive a Saab, but you, you, you're weird. Uh, you, tell me I'm wrong. People that don't drive the people that drive Saabs. Come on. So Jaguar's got this whole thing right, and it follows the cords and the wires. And they're all plugged into this this fucking electric unit that's being run on diesel power. So they're using coal and diesel fuel to run the lights and all the attractions (laughs) for their battery-powered cars. (laughs) It's fucking... Look, look, I have to find it funny. Otherwise, Rhino, you're absolutely right. It is the stupidest thing in the world. How do you charge? Look, the state of Texas right now is going in, is in the midst of it right now because people are like, wait a second, this shit ain't going to happen here. The, the, now that the weather's cooled down, it's like 84 degrees and people are wearing fucking snowsuits here. So, uh, the, Back when it was in the hundreds, we had this problem with the power grid. Oh, Texans are using too much power. Well, there's too many idiots that have moved to the fucking state. That's the problem. Don't say that. And the electric grid, which was using every kind of fucking electricity it was, they got to they turn it up a little bit more for the good shit, right? But they were using wind and they were using solar. Well, when it got dark, the solar kind of kicks off. And when there's no wind to generate energy and those those big old fucking spinning wheels in the sky that are killing whales all over the ocean, when they aren't spinning, they aren't producing. And when you rely on that, that's a problem. See, that person should be fired because they're bad at their job. You use that as the backup, backup, backup shit, and you save it. Oh, wait, let's use all the solar and the wind. Good God almighty. Saab is what you... 
is what you do into your hands because you realize you bought a sob. V Coop in the house. V Coop, man, oh man, congratulations. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good morning, ass family. Last night it was so good to see Jets not go down on 9-11. Well, one did. One jet went down on 9-11. Bad. Perfect time to interject with my fucking powers out again. Fuck PG&E. PG&E is, I, 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 I'll say it. PG&E is the worst company in America. I'll say it. I, I'm not afraid. They don't advertise on my show. They don't run anything I do here. PG&E sucks dick. PG&E, uh, I, better not, I, I better not say what I want to say. I was going to use the word murderers in there. That, that's what I was going to do, but, uh, but I'm not now. Fred! Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. The sob owners don't know what bathroom to use. No, they, they really don't. That is the perfect thing for a sob. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is that time again. Time for Celebrity Day. I don't know how we got into it. We were talking about the, the 10 greatest sitcoms and how that story fucked it up. And then we started talking about theme songs. And we thought, hey, why not do a celebrity-ass deathmatch that celebrates the theme song? So I said, okay, we'll do this. And then Ogre said, hey, there's way too many to do it to one day. So I've narrowed it to two days. People are wanting game shows in there. Got to figure out what to go with game shows. 16 of them. I need 16. Maybe I'll have to. uh, I've got an idea. No, can't really do that. I'll work on it. Game shows, though, we're, we're, we're tempering on that. I was hoping Sons of Anarchy made your list of challenge. No, I'm sorry, it did not. But our first one here. Now, look, 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 look. The first one here that we got, it's quote-unquote a comedy, but we aren't doing comedies today. We're doing mainly uh, dramas and other things. Our first candidate for theme. Will be Oh Christ. It's mash. Terrible. I hate God, I hate that show. But that theme is iconic. And it's taking on this theme. Star Trek. Mash. 
versus Star Trek. Ask family. I have the question to ask. Who ya got? Yes, who do you think is better? Let's end it. Oh, my God. This is, oh, God. That was a cataclysmic beating right there. Star Trek moves on. In our next matchup, I can get rid of the MASH theme now. In our next matchup. I had to put these in two different brackets. This one and another song that we'll do in the next bracket. Our first one. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. You vote for who I've the best song is. With Sally Field, gone fast with the girl named Bo. But somehow they, they just don't end up as mine. The Fall Guy. Song sung by Lee Majors himself taking on this iconic theme. Now, see, I'll probably have to move this to game shows or whatever if I have to, but. The People's Court. There you go. So. The Fall Guy versus the People's Court. Ask family who ya got. Commodores? Yeah, you like the Commodores. You people are busting today with the votes. a winner even though safety guy says Wapner sounds like it's made up of racist racist epitaphs. Ladies and gentlemen the people's court moves on. (sighs) Our next themes. Boy oh boy. So I gotta get rid of the fall guys. Yeah I gotta get rid of that one. Okay. Taking that one out of the machine. Next one up we got ladies and gentlemen boys and girls. You all know this one. Black screen. Black screen. I woke up this morning and got myself a gun. 
Sopranos theme. Tony driving all through, and you see all the highlights of New Jersey. And it's taking on this classic theme. The Twilight Zone. So ask family. I got to ask you the question. The Sopranos theme versus the Twilight Zone theme. Who ya got? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Thank you, House of Pain. Breaking news. Rogers has torn Achilles out for the season. Ooh, boy. Sorry, J-E-T-S fans. You now S-U-C-K-S. Aren't you know the guitarist of the Top Gun theme was uh, Steve Stevens? I did not know that. That's an interesting fact. Thank you, Ogre. That's awesome. Uh, By the way, the Twilight Zone. Ladies and gentlemen, the Twilight Zone moves on. In our last matchup of the first round. Boy, this one, this, I I think I know how this one's going to go. I'm seeing what you're putting, I'm picking up what y'all are putting down. Our first one here is one of the greatest TV, just, just awesome cop show themes. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you SWAT. I'm ready to kick in some fucking doors. Now, who made the tackle on Rogers? Was it Al Qaeda? <laughs> SWAT is taking on. If you don't know it, I'll have to tell you, but. Hawaii 5 0. All right, there you go. Hawaii Five-0 versus SWAT ass family. Who ya got?
to make a comeback. Chinny Chin Chin Hawaii 5-0 moves on. Wow, what a matchup. Now, we got to see who gets on the Mount Rushmore. i write this stuff down, Arnie, as you go. All right, here we go. First matchup. Ladies and gentlemen, I offer you this television theme, Star Trek. Okay, we've heard enough of that already. And it is now taking on the legendary. Settle your disturbances here. The People's Court. So ask family, between Star Trek and the People's Court, I have to ask you, who you got? moves on kind of surprised now we've got a big matchup ask family gotta ask who you got between these two themes get rid of that one right there get rid of that one right there and uh whoa i got rid of one that i shouldn't have gotten rid of holy shit wait hold on a second here hold on oh oh shit Shit, shit, shit. Uh, T-H-E. Theme. There we go. Okay, I can put that one back. All right, thank God. Okay, got rid of that one. Okay, get rid of SWAT. There it is. Okay, first one up here. Get on the Mount Rushmore. Twilight Zone. And it is taking on Hawaii 5-0. Ask family, I have to ask you the question. Who ya got? Twilight Zone, Hawaii 5-0, who ya got? 
win for Maui. Family, we've got a winner. It is by one vote, Hawaii. 5-0. It is on the Mount Rushmore now with Star Trek. Round two coming up next. Now, I've I've come to a decision. <clears throat> now, it's going to be hard to do on Joe Murphy Day because timing is kind of thrown off on that day. We're going to do it, though. What we're going to do is we're going to do a fatal four-way because I figured it out. We're not going to get the winner of Mount Rushmore today. No. We're going to take the final four, and we're going to wait until Friday. Tomorrow, we do sitcoms. Thursday, we do game shows. And then Friday, or, 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 or wait, shit. Wait a second. Today's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, shit. I can only do three. We might have to do it Monday. The, bad, the, 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 the battle of the champions will ensue Monday. Because Friday, we're going to do cartoons. Such as... So how about that? Today, normal shows. Tomorrow, comedies. Then we'll do game shows. And then we'll do cartoons. Bam! And then the grand champion will present itself on Monday. Holy shit. You're damn right, Ralphie. It is a very exciting week to be alive. Hell fucking yeah. All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler as well.
try me, brother. If you don't love it, leave it, let this song I'm singing be 
You're running down my country, man. You're walking on the fight inside me. I read about some squirrely guy who claims he just don't believe in fight. And I wonder just how long the rest of us can count on being free. They love our milk and honey, but they preach about some other way of living. When they're running down my country horse, they're walking on the fight inside of me. Yeah, walking on the fight inside of me. Running down with life, I'm fighting in a far dark key. If you don't love it, leave it. Let this song I'm singing be a warning. When you're running down my country, man, you're walking on the fight inside of me. Yeah, walking on the fight inside of me. Running down with life, I'm fighting in a dark key. If you don't love it, leave it. Let this song I'm singing be a warning. When you running down my country, man, you walking on right beside me. This show's got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. All right, if you missed the announcement, we're going to be wall-to-wall, ball-to-ball, celebrity-ass death match this week. Today, we're doing regular TV show themes. Tomorrow, we're doing sitcom themes. Then Thursday, with Joe Murphy, somehow we're going to work in cartoon themes. And then Friday, Friday or Thursday or Friday, big cartoons and then TV game shows. That'll be it. And then on Monday, see, we won't get the finals of today, tomorrow, Wednesday, or Thursday or Friday. We'll get the final four, and we'll put them all in a major bracket to find out the greatest, the greatest theme song in the history. Of television. Now, I, I saw that people, and Arise sent me an email yesterday saying, hey, can you do movie themes? I wanted to keep it all in the TV genre, and I did. Ah, Christopher's on the phone. Christopher, my friend, how are you? Hey, Arnie. What's up, buddy? Hey, I was calling about your McDonald's problem. Okay, no, first of all, I saw your thing here, attitude adjustment. I wanted to explain that to you. The reason why I haven't played it, I haven't heard it in forever. And it's one of Hank Jr.'s funny songs. He has oh, I, serious side and then funny side. And I was like, you know, I'll play that one because it's a good song. Oh, that's a great, that was a great song. I, I really liked it. All right. My McDonald's problem is I ain't been getting no damn onions and really not enough ketchup and mustard on my double cheeseburgers. Okay. Um, so I have two possible solutions that might work for you. Okay. Uh, solution number one is back in the back in the kitchen. We have these little cups, like when people ask for like extra mayo or something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So you can ask for a side of onions. I like it. I like and it. 
put the onions in a little cup for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The other option, so you just order your cheeseburger the normal way you normally would. Right. But just ask for a side of onion. Okay. The other option is this. It, it, if it's the, if, because oftentimes the, the little onions, if they don't put enough of them, you don't taste them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you don't get them. So, I mean, I used to taste them. They used to be all over the place. Yeah, so you want that you want that onion flavor in the burger. You're just not getting it. Option two is ask for big onion. Mm, okay, big. I, I like so, option one better, but 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 explain what big onion is. Bit, asking for big onion means that they'll put the quarter pounder with cheese ah. onion. Now, on there. see, this is where the problem lies. I usually get these later in the afternoon, and by mm-hmm. that time, I've taken my teeth out. And, mm. and and the big onions, I can't really break down with just my top guns and my, my, my gums and my four teeth I have left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yep, that makes sense. So, okay, so that's not an option. It's an option when I have teeth in. I okay. like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, the other thing I was calling about was uh, f- for the cartoon uh, Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Yes. Do you want me to do that one? Because I was going to offer my services on that one. See, because you grew up at the best time for sports and wrestling, mm-hmm. but I grew up at the best time for cartoons oh, and video games. Oh, contraire, mo frere. <laughs> no, contraire, my friend. I grew up with Saturday morning cartoons. I grew up with the best of the best, the Scooby-Doo's of the world, the, the Jetsons of the world. Now, I would love for you to contribute, yes, Please contribute to make it a little new schooler. I, I will I will include yours with the ones I find. Okay, I'll put together I'll put together a, a, a celebrity ass death match the way I normally would. But you of course have the option to just swap out whatever you want to. Swap I out. like it. There he is, our movie guy. And by the way, great job on the movie. I can't believe you went and saw my big fat Greek wedding three. I, I, I suffer so you guys don't have to. Oh. That's, that's my job. You're the man, my friend. Christopher, you get those kids to school safe today, my friend. Thanks, pal. See All ya. right, buddy. See ya. There he is, our, our driver of, of children to school and contributor, major contributor to the Orange State Show, Christopher. 70 cartoons of the absolute best. You're goddamn right they are. Did Christopher just say you don't know how to do your job? No, he, 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 he thought... It, he thought wrongly that he grew up during the best time of cartoons. And uh-uh. Oh, well, believe me, Hong Kong Fooey theme is going to be in there. If you got a theme song by Scatman Carruthers, Hong Kong Fooey's in there. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? We've got some work to do now. Arnie grew up in the sweet Hanna-Barbera. Oh, God, yes, I did. The Laugh Olympics. Oh, boy, he jumped the shark with that comment. DuckTales, Gummy Bears, Looney Tunes. Well, I just walked into the FedEx building here in Roseville. We're officially back to mask mandate. Oh, that's lovely. Pink Panther? Shit. Okay. Well, hey, I'll get to work on it as soon as the show is over today. Zach just texted me. Does the theme for Hong Kong Fui make the list? You goddamn right it does. Oh, y'all don't know what Hong Kong... Hong. Hong Kong Fooey theme. Goddamn. This might be a little racist. Ooh, what about Family Guy? It's a cartoon. 
is this superhero? Sarge? No. Rosemary, the telephone operator? Who was having sex with a dog. Henry, the mild-mannered janitor? Could be. Hong Kong Pooey, number one super guy. Hong Kong Pooey, quicker than the human eye. He's got style, a groovy style, and a bar that just won't stop. When the going gets rough, he's super tough with a Hong Kong Pooey chop. I mean, that right there. An Asian song sung by a black man named Scatman? You cannot not have that in the greatest theme songs of all time. And Mage says, is, this, is it Asian approved, LOL? It is now. All right, so we'll get back to the death match here in just a little bit. A few stories. Um, Chris Collinsworth, This I've long time said he's a big Dallas Cowboy hater. And I've, uh, I've been right the entire time. It was caught the other night. Um, I have it. The other night, the New, the, the New York Giants played Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football, and the Cowboys absolutely destroyed them, 40 to nothing. Their quarterback had a 8.7 fucking rating. Okay? His quarterback rating was 8.7. No, it is Asian. Okay, it is Asian approved. Good. This is what he had to say going into the fourth quarter about Daniel Jones, the quarterback of a team losing, at that time, I believe, 30-something to nothing. Say, I don't care how many times I get hit. I'm your quarterback. I'm going to stand in there. I'm going to keep running. I'm going to keep playing out here. And he'll gain a lot of respect out of this game tonight. Tough night to throw the football for both teams. No question about it. Not with really. the conditions in the rain. But oh, it's can, a bit I, of I a can. statement, I think, by Daniel Jones. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Oh, there he goes. He gets ball sacked. comes out as well. Giants are able to fall on it. Mark Lewinsky. How, how do you say that? How do you how do you you keep making the praises on this quarterback that's losing 40? To zero. By the way, it was not that tough of a night to throw the ball in the Meadowlands. It was raining. The Cowboys didn't throw the ball because they were winning 40 to nothing. You run the ball then, stupid ass. God, he sucks. How does he have it? And, and his kid sucks too? Oh, my God. What a fuck. NBC should fire him immediately. Collinsworth is the worst announcer on television, radio, or any form. Can you imagine a booth? Oh, God, this would be the death booth. Are you ready? Y'all ain't ready for this because you usually get a color guy and a play-by-play guy. I said a color guy, not colored. How about if the booth was Joe Buck and Chris Collinsworth? Do you know how many people would hang themselves? I think everybody listening to that broadcast would kill themselves. You throw a Romo in there for extra color? My God, I am am brushing my teeth with a sawed off. Welcome to Niner fans' group of haters, that bitter biatch. He's still hating over the two Super Bowls he lost to us. Chris is a little bitch, total hater. Collinsworth is a worse announcer than he was a receiver. And he wasn't that good either. 
he wasn't that good with the Bengals and Ken Anderson when they got destroyed the first time and then with Boomer the second time. And he went to the University of Florida. Enough said. I brushed my teeth with a 12-gauge. Stephen A. Smith would be the colored commentator. Oh, and Booger on the field. Oh, Booger is so bad. I don't even know why they have him on TV. He is not colorful. He's not entertaining. He is dog shit. You know who I'd like to see do some commentating? I'd like to see Lawrence Taylor in the booth. I'd like to hear some Lawrence Taylor stories about how much cocaine he did during games. That's what I'd like to hear. Lawrence Taylor in the booth, there'd be at least six or seven F-bombs that came out. And you would probably hear him doing lines in there. Gotta love me some Lawrence Taylor. Oh, God. I'm so sorry I have to bring this gal up again. But I have to. Um, oh, is there no video of it? Oh, that's a, that's a shame. I, I just have audio. Or, or no audio. No, wait a second. Oh, 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 we do have audio. <sighs> we have to talk about this young actress, um, Taryn Manning, again. She's famous for being on that show, um, Orange is the New Black. And you remember recently, uh, she had kind of a, a little bit of a breakdown in public and did this. The man that I've been messing with is a married man and is licking his butthole. Yep. Because he liked it. And I didn't mind doing it. Does that, does that bother? Does, is that weird? Yeah. Well, wait till you hear what she says here. Since I've already, it's like one of those things where it's like, since I've already been like humiliated and you humiliated somebody that I actually really loved and cared for, um, I was just having a bad day. And also I have a list. I'm 80% deaf. And so I've actually come a really long way with my uh, speech impediment. So for everybody that thinks I'm on drugs or drunk, no, I just actually, when I get relaxed or when I'm not like on the silver screen, I can tend to fall back into my tendencies, which is a little bit of a list. But at this point, everyone's humiliated me so bad that I'm I'm all the way in for everything that I've always stood for, that I was hiding secretly, that 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 there's no human on this planet that doesn't deserve to to have the best life and to be happy and free because you are made in the image of the good Lord. She pointed made up perfectly just the way you are. And the fact that people want to just tear us all down, like even like with my friend Danny going to prison for 30 years. Yeah, he made a mistake, but everyone just, 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 just keep, keep going. Just keep crucifying him. By the way, her friend Danny is Danny Masterson, the star of that 70s show and The Ranch, who was convicted of rape, accused by three different women of rape, but Taryn Manning, a woman, has this to say. Everyone just, 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 just keep, keep going. Just keep crucifying him as if he's not already suffering. He gets it. He got it. Leave him alone. Leave me alone. Leave people alone. Who are you? Who are you? I'm not a rapist. 
What did you do today to change the world, huh? I didn't rape anybody. Since you have so many opinions, what did you do to change the world, huh? I didn't ruin a person's People life. People like you. <laughs> People like me. Yeah. Enough. Enough. It's enough. Oh, not on drugs, eh? Yeah, and I'm a size 32 six-pack of long-haired Adonis. I already know that you're not long-haired. Coop says, just a little mistake. It was just a rape. Nothing major. No, it was a three, allegedly. Did she eat Danny Masterson's butthole? Probably. She didn't hear about it, though. Is licking a man's butthole in the Bible? I don't think it is. I'll have to check. Maybe I can call Pastor Locke on that one. Made in the image of our Savior. Pretty sure he didn't lick assholes of married men. She is drunk and high on coke. No, it's her. She's 80% deaf and she has a speech impediment. She has a lisp. Real quick, this is the meme of the day right here. Tell me your career is over. Without telling me your career is over. You are made in the image of the good Lord. Made perfectly just the way you are. And the fact that people want to just tear us all down. Like even like with my friend Danny going to prison for 30 years. Yeah, he made a mistake. But everyone just, 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 just keep, keep going. Just keep crucifying him. Well, yeah, uh, gladly because he's a rapist. Faith <laughs> says... I run a Bible study class. Trust me, it's not in there. <laughs> Today, we will be reading from the good book of Messiah. Messiah 1 says, Thou shalt lick your man's butthole. Messiah verse two, chapter 1, verse 2. Then gargle with the holy water. Who's talking? Who is this? It's a girl named Taryn Manning. She's uh, the, the girl from Orange is the New Black, the girl who did this. The man that I've been messing with is a married man, and he's licking his butthole. Um, nope. Um, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Uh-oh, we found her. Oh, boy. Oh, by God. Oh. You know how she was talking about how they were, were made in the image of the man upstairs and Jesus? Uh, um, um, the Ten Commandments. Uh, I have them in here. Uh, you shall not commit adultery. You just admitted to licking a man, a married man's butthole. That's adulterous. We're going to crucify you for that. I think Gary Busey had water splashed on him and spawned another Mogawi. <laughs> She's one of the actors on New Orange is Black. Getting your butthole licked is full blown witchcraft. Arnie Roy State, you better get her on the show. <laughs> Just saw the video. She looks like she belongs on Faces of Meth poster. Dear Lord, fucking earbuds just died. Mid-Taren Manning saying licking his butthole. 
How could you not recover fast enough? Was Danny the married man whose butthole she was licking? Oh, I don't think so. Newt could not save me. To be fair, she wasn't the adulterer. Yes, but she went after a man. Look, in the eyes of the Lord. Danny Meshin is the first Scientologist to go to prison for something. Is that true? Is he the first? I think they've, they've, they've got to have others in there. He's the first big name. Boy, this gal's fucking out there. I got to tell you. Boy, whoever is lucky enough to date that next. I got probably wanted to lick his butthole so it would shut her fucking mouth. Speaking about people, I don't. I, I, you remember a couple weeks ago, I made a joke about this, and I'm sure some people heard it and thought it was terrible, that, that Drew Barrymore has a stalker. How bad of a stalker do you have to be to stalk Drew Barrymore? I mean, how miserable is your life? Is your favorite color taupe? Is that why it is? I mean, you, you, you're stalking Drew Barrymore? Was Allie Sheedy not available? Well, anyway. Uh, let's see. To be fair, uh, can you imagine Taryn and Charlie Sheen getting coked up and videotaping their ranting sessions? That'd be pay-per-view right there. The only eyes the Lord cares about is the brown eye. Pretty sure it's frowned upon knowingly sleeping with a married man. You know how people say someone has a silver tongue or a green thumb? You think she has a brown tongue? Oh, I guarantee it. Because she liked it. Could be worse. You could stalk Gwyneth or, or Alyssa Milano. Yeah, but they, they still have a little bit more star power. Well, Drew Barrymore has announced that she's going to resume her daytime talk show even though the strike continues to go on. She said, I own this choice. We are in compliance with not discussing or promoting film and television that has struck of any kind. We launched a live global pandemic. Our show is built for sensitive times and only has functioned through what real world is going through at a real time. So you're playing fast and loose there? I applaud you for, for crossing the picket line. And, and by the way, don't let her fool you. She is crossing the picket line. She is completely crossing the picket line. And there are going to be people in that line that are not happy with it. Now, first of all, those people in that picket line, if they aren't writers, then they can just shut the fuck up and go back and, and go vacation in Bermuda. Because when you make a million dollars an episode, Jason Sudeikis, for a TV show, I kind of find it hard to take you seriously that you need more money. I'm sorry, I just don't. She's crossing the picket line. Now, is this her or is this her agent saying, this is a way to get your name out there, but it's going to completely destroy her? Drew had a show. Do you think she's a fan of single-ply or two-ply dingleberries? <laughs> so you're not going to talk about movies, and you're not going to talk about TV. Oh, Drew Barrymore, what are you going to talk about? Politics, please. 
Are, are you going to be doing a, 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 an hour-long baking session? News of the day? Because I want to turn to Drew Barrymore for the news of the day. She has writers writing all her stuff, which I don't understand. I don't understand how the, she's completely crossing the picket line. You're absolutely right, Brad, kid. There are people writing for. By the way, the late night guys are doing the same thing with their podcast. They're doing a podcast, and, and they aren't coming up with that shit on their own. And here's the reason why they don't do it, because they don't know how to do it anymore. Okay? When you take a house cat that's been in the house for so long, five years, and you throw it out into the wild, the house cat ain't going to make it. You know why? Because the house cat lost all its instincts. That's the one good thing I, I, I will give to Jay Leno. I never liked Jay Leno. Jay Leno was a pro. Jay Leno got good numbers, but I just didn't like him. Hey, Kevin, I didn't like his shitty observations. But old people liked him. That's what kept him on the air. But he stayed sharp and he stayed relevant. You know why? Because he was still touring on the road doing stand-up. And he's a man that writes his own shit. Now, he had writers for The Tonight Show because he had to. But he stayed relevant. Jimmy Kimmel doesn't tour. Jimmy Fallon doesn't tour. Stephen Colbert doesn't tour. she pulling a letterman? Is he the one that spun uh, his ring forever to prove they need more need the writers? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm down to lick Drew Barrymore's butthole, but then again, I love trash. Well, just take her to Applebee's first. Aliens came to Earth, saw Drew Barrymore, and immediately asked to go home. Yeah, we don't want to take over this place. That bitch is here. And talking about non-relevant, boy, oh, boy, this guy. This, this guy has some nerve. I, I got to tell you, every time I see his name, my blood pressure rises for so many reasons. The number one reason is he got to violate Britney Spears any and every way he wanted to, back when Britney was hot. I mean, when Britney was super hot. And I'm talking about Kevin Federhofer or Federline or whatever his fucking name is. I hate him. I hate him with every fiber of my being. Yes, because I'm jealous as shit of him. He's a backup dancer that hit the fucking lotto. So he and Brittany had two kids together. So she has to pay child support. Brittany has to pay $40,000 a month for child support for her two kids that Kevin Federhofer has been given custody of. Well, her oldest son, Sean Preston, I don't know why they use his first and, and, and second name. I don't know why they do that. They're just making him a serial killer. All serial killers use three names except Ted Bundy. Kevin Federline will lose $20,000 a month when the young man turns 18 because Mama ain't got to support him no more. So now... Kevin Federhofer, the father of six. Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts! Good lord. Snip that thing, boy. The father of six 
says he never bargained for having the kids full time, and is now asking for an increase in spousal support. You know, I, I got to say it. There aren't many people on this earth that I hate more than Kevin Federhofer. And I, I always call him that because I don't respect him enough to know his name. Yeah, because he did. It, you know what, Panda? He did. He got to lick that butthole over and over again. And Britney probably licked his. His junk was in Britney Spears' mouth back when Britney was hot. She probably sang, give it to me one more time. And now he wants more money. His current wife, Victoria Prince, got a teaching job at the University of Hawaii, where he lives. Good Lord. What kind of man are you? Oh, there he is out to dinner in Hollywood on Friday night. I'm sure he's using the kids' money because his wife ain't making that money as a professor. Anyone shocked he's from Fresno? Boy, that, that you know what? No. No. <laughs> not at all. I, I'm honestly surprised he is not from... <laughs> he's not from Modesto or Stockton. Back then, Britney's butthole tastes like peppermints and bubblegum. I hate him more than any man alive. Putin? Nope. Ayatollah Burka Durka or Kim? Nope. Kevin Federhofferberg. I'm right there with you. If, if the purge ever happens, Ogre, you and I are going to get together, okay? We're going we're gonna to team up. And the first place we go to is we go to Kevin Federhofer's house. And we do the, pay, we, we do the purge there. And if he lives in Hawaii, then we do the purge in Hawaii that year. Turned on the show and we had a heated butthole licking talk. That's what's going on. LOL. Stackar, good morning to you, my friend. <coughs> Did crazy Brittany burn Maui down trying to get Federhofer? Probably. All right, last story here. Uh, then we'll get back to celebrity ass death match. <sighs> to say that this person would have taken a beating at my hands is such an understatement of understatements. Literally, th- th- this is on the lines of, uh, of uh, if you were to be protesting my father's funeral, the kind of beating you'd get. Video has revealed how Tommy Purcell stepped over a low gate with a sign reading, Restricted Area, Do Not Enter, strode over to the area, already shirtless, on the grounds of Graceland, and jumped in to Elvis's fucking pool. He's a British fellow. Oh, I have we have the video. Okay, here's the video. When I'm near the girl that I love best. My heart beats so it scares me to death when she touch my Oh, where where's the security yanking this motherfucker out? 
Hmm? He and his fucking bitch-looking wife with all her fucking bullshit. Good Lord, could you wear some more makeup and have a tighter dress on? You skank. Is this part two? All right, here's part two. This big bummer, You're not allowed in there, my well, You're not allowed to do that. Yes, sir. Elvis didn't stop anyone. Make me famous, please. Make me famous. I will. <laughs> um, his his accounting of it is uh, he just did what it was used to to to. He jumped in because it's meant to be jumped in and swam in. Uh, so uh, with that logic, there, uh, British piece of shit. Let me ask you this question. Did you fly off in Elvis's plane? Did you drive any of his sports cars? Because you see, those were meant to be used as well. But you jumped in his pool, meaning that there's probably still some Elvis DNA that was in there that you fucking tainted now. Mm-mm. Oh, I tell you this right now. I, he he would have got shanked. I would have found something to shank this guy with. Secure. I would have pulled him out by his fucking hair. No, sir, Rebob. That ain't yours, buddy. That belongs to the king. Hey, hey, you're from England. You go over to the queen's house now that that broad's dead, and you do you, you jump in her pool. I mean, seriously. What kind of bullshit is that? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time once again for Celebrity. 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 Now, in our first round, we saw the Mount Rushmore get built. Star Trek, Hawaii Five-0 are moving on. And remember, we are not going to find the absolute winner today. No, sir. We're going to find that on Monday when we do them all. Let's get it on. So round two, here we go. Television theme songs. Television theme songs. Our first one here. Now, I'm sorry that this might have gone into cartoons, but it probably wouldn't. But we have to do it. Our first one. Come on, let's go. It's the Mr. Rogers themes, if he would ever damn sing it. Jesus, Fred, come on. Mr. Rogers taking on.
the greatest American hero. Mr. Rogers versus greatest American hero. Ask family, who you got? This is a big vote. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have a winner, and it is the greatest American hero. Boy, this round, I got to tell you, this round is tough here. This This one's tough. So goodbye to Mr. Rogers. Next one up. Oh, boy. Y'all are going to hate me for this one. Here you go. Seven married three, baby. Frank Poncarello, John Baker, part of the California Highway Patrol. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you chips. Taking on another law enforcement show. Sonny Crockett, Frederico Tubbs, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Miami Vice. So ask family, between Chips and Miami Vice, who ya got? Bastard Arnie. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a close one. Boys and girls, by one single vote, Miami Vice moves on. Oh, I, I thought Chips was going to win that one. Oh, man, did I think Chips. Wow. That one's kind of an upset to me. All right. Final two in this bracket. And somebody who said A-Team earlier, you're going to be mad at me because A-Team didn't make it. Sorry. Because, well, I, I had to put these in here. The last one could be one of the hardest ones of all time. I might make Christopher cry. Um, next one up, ladies and gentlemen. 
Bonanza. If you think smart, then you're really smart, man. Learning. And if you should go and lose and go and fuck a cow. Get more right. Again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the theme to Bonanza taking on the theme to my home city, Dallas. So, F family, Bonanza or Dallas, who ya got? Gentlemen, Bonanza moves on. And our final matchup. Oh boy, this one is tough. <clears throat> final matchup. Non comedies. Law and order. Taking on just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Dukes of Hazard. Law and order versus the Dukes of Hazard as family. Who ya got? seen a beating like that since Rodney King. We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. The Dukes of Hazard moves on. And now we have to find out who makes this Mount Rushmore to move on to the super duper bowl of Mount Rushmore's on Monday. Our first contestant in this round, Ass Family, 
the greatest American hero. I can't believe it myself. Mad Hatter? No. We never say those two words here. No. The greatest American hero taking on... Yon fucking hammer and Miami Vice. Miami Vice versus the greatest American hero ass family. Who ya got? This is going to be a fight right here. came down to the wire. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the greatest American hero moves on. Oh. And our final matchup. Boy, oh boy. This one, this one's going to be rough. I, I think this is going to be tough, but that's just me. Okay, get rid of Dallas. Right, yeah, get rid of that one. Get rid of that one. Okay. Now you're doing it. Here you go. Our final matchup. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bonanza. Taking on. Yeah, safety guy. I would bear down. Bonanza taking on. Sir Waylon Jennings. Just a good old boy. And the Duke's a hazard. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Ask family, I have to ask you, who you got between Bonanza and the Duke boys? And the Mount Rushmore is now set. Star Trek, Greatest American Hero, Hawaii 5-0, and the Dukes of Hazard have made it 
to the Super Duper Bowl of television themes. And I'm going to throw a little curveball at you. Tomorrow, we're going to be doing comedies, or sitcoms, if you will. Then one day, we'll do game shows, and the other day, we'll do cartoons. We'll take those four from each winner to make up a big bracket of 16, and I will mix and mash all of them. It won't be these four taking each other on. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're going to mix and match, baby. And it is on like neck bone. So if you love the Celebrity Ass Deathmatch, like I love Celebrity Ass Deathmatch, you have got a great week ahead of you. Coming up, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Announced for Detroit for July 2024. He'll bring Chris Stapleton to Little Big Town. Okay, cool.
1-877-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Ah, people liking the music this morning. This is one of the best grooves in a song, the Almond Brothers. Yes. And Jen says, fuck yeah, you know you're rocking when you break out a killer flute works and heard it in a love song. Marshall Tucker Band. If you are a music lover and you want to see a great documentary, I know I've mentioned this on the show a, a couple times. There's a great documentary about a recording studio in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. And when you hear Muscle Shoals, Alabama, you automatically think the Allman Brothers. You'd be correct. You automatically think Leonard Skinner. You'd be correct. The people, though, that also recorded at that, because them good old boys that were picking in there, if you don't know this, a little interesting fact here, the best musicians in the world, some of the greatest musicians in the world, are studio session players, because they have to get it right every single time. And a lot of times, it's not the band in the studio with the artist, they hire out local musicians, and Muscle Shoals had some of the greatest musicians. And when you see that Aretha Franklin, this song, hold on, where is old Aretha? When you think about this song, I want you to think... When you hear that music in the background, I want you to picture a bunch of good old boys in bib overalls picking and a grinning. Amazing documentary. Check it out. Uh, as family, uh, we, we, we have concluded today's version of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. We have a Mount Rushmore in place, ready to go to take on the Mount Rushmore of challenges of television themes coming on Monday. So we're moving on. And we have to play. You make the call. Because we have a great story. We, we have like three stories here that we got to do. The first one. A woman went online to a, a parent's forum called mumsnet.com. A woman has sparked debate, a raging debate online. After wondering about the ethics of complaining to human resources about her colleague's offensive odor. Holy shit! She aired the dilemma on the parents' forum. Says, quote, am I being reasonable for wanting to speech R regarding a smelly colleague? Then she asked, am I an asshole? Long story short, I have a colleague who's worked with us for years but has awful smell. Unfortunately, her body odor is overwhelming and makes me feel nauseous. By the way, the smelly person is also quite overweight. So ask family. I have to ask you. You make the call. In this situation, do you tell HR, hey, Sally really stinks? Or do you just keep your mouth shut? Ask family, you make the call. 
What call did you make? What in the hell is going on with Bubba out there? Hold on a second. Bubba! Fuck. All right, what call did you make? Let's see. She may, I'm guessing her co-worker's Muslim. Yes, Scott says she's making her own from under cheese. Yes, tell HR there's a hazmat situation and Sally needs to be disposed. I tell somebody she really stinks, I might tell her. Tell Sally she stinks, no need for HR. Tell them to tell Fatty to work from home. Spray her with Febreze when she walks in. Grab HR rubber face in the person's armpit like you would the nasty boys. That fat person smell is the worst, especially when you hit the bathroom after one doesn't take a shower. She's in the right. Why does this hog stink of armpit, ass, or vag? I work with a guy who smells so bad he stinks up the entire area. It stinks so bad. A report that who wants to smell each other's stench. Uh, it sucks. Her size may be an issue, but personal hygiene is also important. And in the workplace, it's also important. It's a public issue. Here's the deal. I live to tell people they stink. Oh. Oh. You see, I'm fat. And I've been fat my whole life. And Brad and Kid can attest that I might spend a lot of money on hats and T-shirts and sunglasses and watches. But... Most of my spending is on hygienic pro- uh, products such as soap. Because I'll tell you right here and now, uh, I ain't going to be the fat, smelly guy. That stereotype is out there, and that stereotype is there for a reason. Uh-uh. No siree, Bob. This fat gal, she needs to take care of that. Take her to a car wash and hose her ass down. She just family says, period, fart. <laughs> Can't help you out here, Trash Panda. Have no idea what to deal with on the daily. We're pretty numb to bad smells. Yeah, very true. Eat some Taco Bell and crop duster eye for an eye. I actually had a, a boss. I worked at a Foot Locker when I was a kid, and uh, when I was in high school. And this boss was allegedly allergic to all kinds of soaps and deodorants, but not colognes. So there's nothing worse than Dracar Noir. On top of B.O. Because for some reason, the Drakkar Noir does not knock it out. It kind of enhances the B.O. smell. And green polo, no. So ask family, you pass this test. Absolutely, you say something. You got to say something. Person stinks. I won't work next to stank. Yes, dear. I need you to come into my work in the middle of the night Mm-mm. and smell this motherfucker. No, This no. guy, like, the manager has, like, a 10-foot rule with him. Like, he has to stand 10 feet away from the manager to talk to him because he stinks so fucking bad. Why Why do they let him work there if he stinks? Because they said that he, he says that he's allergic to, like, deodorant or something. That's horse shit. And so, That's horse, dude, you can get all so, that natural bullshit now. Uh-uh, I ain't buying dude, it. Dude, it is so fucking foul. Somebody licks his butthole. Oh, come he on now. He smells that <laughs> Settle Bubba down out there, for God's sakes. Oof. Oof. Synthetic shirts make it worse? Yeah, oh, God. And those fucking referee shirts. That was that was a tough job. I never bought that shit. I'm allergic to it. And work at home. 
All right, we got another one here. This one, this one could be a no-brainer. We're, 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 we're playing the... You make the call. If this guy is possibly one of the stupidest people on the face of the earth. And I don't mean that. I, I, I really do mean this. The headline says, my girlfriend's mother never liked me. So after she died, I proposed at her funeral. And we were finally free from her judgment. But people have criticized me and called me a psycho. So proposing at your girlfriend's mother's funeral who didn't like you, are you possibly the stupidest person on the earth? Or was this a savvy move? Ask family. You make the call. What do you say? back to the last one gold says is there a new trend to pouring axe body spray on burns my fucking eyes i run into one of these people at least two times a week oh yeah that's how they're trying to cover it what a nice fuck you to the mom mr chase says wow there's still biden supporters out there so that's a tall order of stupid keith olbermann is the worst person on the planet did you see ken dog Oh, good morning, Ken Dog. I, I have not greeted you yet, and I apologize. There is no just Ken. No, it's it's Ken Dog, obviously. Um, Keith Olbermann just tore apart part. Uh, what's his name? Uh, something Todd, the 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 guy who was doing uh, Meet the Press. Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd's a bastard. He's a shitty journalist, anyway. But, man, Keith Olbermann went fucking scorched earth on him. And, 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 and Todd is a fucking liberal nut, but not as nutty as Keith Olbermann. But I agree, Keith Olbermann, one of the worst people on the face of the earth. That's a 2.0 move. DB is a box of rocks, keeping it classy. The guy is a psycho. Dumb. Did someone drop him on his head on the 10th floor? So, so we're, we're, we're making the call here. What call did you make? The guy's a total idiot. Well, uh, let me read what this says. He says he always carried the ring with him, hoping the right moment to ask would crop up, but it never did. So you're telling me the right moment is at your mama's, your, 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 your girlfriend's mama's funeral? Did someone drop him on his head from the 10th floor? Everybody there was dressed nice. Don't even know him, and I have mom's dead's back. I totally misunderstood. I thought the girlfriend died, so he said, no, no, no. That's trashy. Red flag, you think? I wouldn't want to be proposed to at a funeral. Yeah, not a good place. This guy's an asshat. If she says yes, she's a twat waffle. They, su- they, they suit each other. Let's see. Um, whenever I'm standing over a casket, what did she say? Uh, he revealed that the couple of hours into the wake, he took his girlfriend aside uh, recited the speech, but he was left baffled at his girlfriend's response, which was to ask him if he was fucking tone deaf. 
explaining he told his friends about what he'd done. They called him insensitive. I don't know if the two are still together. I, I, I think she's probably broken up with him. Investigate this dude for murder slash homicide. He went to Jared's. Well, every kiss begins with K. Might as well have just pissed on the casket. All right, so we, we, we're agreed on that one, too. Because I, I was sitting there going, yeah, that's a bad idea. That's a, You know, I got to think about this. Maybe y'all can help me with this. The top three worst places to propose. I got to think a funeral is up there. But where else? Look, look, we're all tired of the bullshit, you know, the engagement at the stadium on the Jumbotron. I'm really tired of the fake ones when the girl says no. Those are just cartoons. Let, 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 let's take a serious let, 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 let's let's take a serious stab at this. Safety guy, that's a great one there. On the shitter. memorial, probably bad. Be classy and propose after you blow a load on her face. Another wedding is pretty bad. Bathroom, don't bug me while I'm taking a shit. Another person's petting would be bad. Someone someone else's wedding, that is very, very, that, that is a giant faux pas, and there are a lot of people that do that. So we can say then the, the worst places are a funeral, another person's wedding, Well, now it's a runoff between V-Coop and Safety Guy in a submarine visiting the Titanic or Safety Guy, Auschwitz. Oh, I, I have it. I have it. Because those are really, those, 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 those are kind of niche ones there. Here you go. I, I, I'll go first one, another person's wedding. Second one, funeral. Third one, Cemetery. Oh, maybe we can throw in a, a fourth one. Prison. The zoo at feeding time. Holocaust Museum. Jesus. Oh, all right. Our last one here. I, I'm at <laughs> You make the call. Now, I'm asking what your response would be at a rape sentencing. <laughs> See, this is why I do the show. I do the show to ask you guys these questions. M- Maury, after you're told you are the father, don't fuck up. Yeah, amen to that. Birthing center after she has the kid. An abortion clinic. See, I got that out at the same time, maybe after her abortion is done. Yeah, at the clinic. Those are all bad places. <laughs> Mr. Chase says, y'all are going straight to hell. All right. Now, what would you do in this situation? You're at home. I don't even know if you're at home. You might be at somebody's house. He's visiting a friend. Uh, uh, Steve Hass is the guy's name. Worst place is Disneyland. It's creepy. Okay. Steve Hass visiting a buddy of his in San Clarita Valley. 
and he left his car parked out on the street. Now, here's the deal. With me, I, I have this thing where I will not park in people's driveways. I just don't. I, 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 don't, I don't like people parking in my driveway, so I don't like to park in their driveway. It's just my own thing. I, I, I don't judge people that do it, whatever. I always park on the street. If you're dating a blind girl, you can do it anywhere. She won't see it coming. So he's parked on the street seeing his buddy. And when he returned to his car, he was stunned to find a handwritten message on the windshield from a woman who lived in the house that he was parked in front of. It says, please do not park in front of our home. Thank you. Now, Steve Haas, is, as I'm looking at a picture of him, he's a guy who probably goes and looks for trouble. I can tell already. But did he do something wrong here by parking in front of somebody's house? The lady came out, started taking pictures of him, started getting to a, vo- a, 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 a vocal confrontation, and then her husband came out, and he wanted to do something. There's no video, which is sad, because I guess a fight ensued. Oh, wait, here we go. Yo, so I come to my car. I see this letter on my car. I'm parked at my homeboy's crib. And I get this letter. Please do not park in front of our home. So I went and knocked on the door and asked why. It's a public street. And she says she owns this parking spot. Hmm. She owns it. This guy right here is on my property. Because I knocked on the door. Coming and knocking on my door. And- I- Causing us problems. I don't know who this guy is, but he needs to leave. <laughs> and I asked, Can why you was leave she? Now I'm not on your property. I'm not on your property. I'm on the sidewalk. I'm a public. I'm on public property. You need to leave my property. I, don't, I, can, I, don't, I can stay right here. Okay, that's it. Okay, that's it. Oh, okay. She's waddling her big ass <laughs> inside. Why are you laughing? Because you're an that's idiot. the rudest shit I've ever seen in my life. Uh-oh, I hear what, the door. What? This is a public street. Oh, here comes Daddy Mac. This is a public street. He's filming us. This is a public street. Here comes the husband, so all five I'm foot nine of them. Door. Okay. Then I'm going to put a note on your car. Don't park in front of my This isn't, this is, where does it say this is property of? 28455 Hidden Hills right there. That's the your property. That's my property. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. Can you leave? No, it's not. You don't live here, sir. It doesn't matter. I'm visiting. So do you do this for everyone that comes and visits? No, but there's people parking in front of my house. It doesn't matter. Can you please leave? Oh, no, no, no. This is, I'm, I'm, I have every right to be right here. Yeah, actually, it's true. Here, but you don't have to be a jerk. Uh, you don't, this is a jerk. That's a jerk. No, please don't no. park in front of my house. I'll, you know what I'm going to do? I might just come out here and park every weekend right here. You sure could. You could if you want to be a jerk. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Just some rude ass shit. No, no, no. Bro, you already know that's wrong. No, no, I'm asking you not to park in front of my house. Uh, well, you could ask all day long. Right, and you could say you're not gonna. That's fine. But other than that, film is just a childish little thing. No, no, no. This is childish, bro. No, you're being childish. Right? No, 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 no. You... I'm not your bro. You're, you're being childish. Childish. Well, I'm not your bro. bro. Like, it don't matter. You can call the police. You can call whatever. You can call the police. What, 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 whatever your wife is doing. My wife is not doing anything except saying, please don't park in front of her house. That's, well... And we're allowed to do that. This is America. And I, I'm allowed to knock on your door and ask why. You sure are. Right. Now you know the reason. So okay. Have a nice day. Okay. Go about your business. Nah, man. Okay. You can stand there and film me all day. You just look like a stupid person. No, no. This is yeah. stupid.
stupid. No, that's not. That's stupid. Can I get to the fight? That's stupid. That's stupid. Where's the fight? Yeah, because you don't own this. No, you're right. You don't own it. I don't own it. Don't forget every property has an easement for access to. Well, he's not blocking their easement. He's not blocking their driveway. He's just parked in front of the house. He's parked on a public street, and he's standing on a public sidewalk. You ain't got no right to that. That ain't your property. Mm-mm. And look here, they're both right. You can put a note on the car all you want. Cowboys girl, I see your thing. You, you ask your neighbors can be considerate. You can ask your neighbors that all you want. And if they, it's neighborly of them to, to leave that spot for you. But if somebody parks in that spot, somebody parks in that spot. Guy who's filming is being a dick. It would just think of his house and what he might like. It might be considered. He's not being a dick. Where's he supposed to park? Can't park in front of his friend's house. Somebody's parked there. Rhino says, this is why I live in a small town. You see, this is this is the thing that infuriates me. Dude didn't have to say a word, park somewhere else. I feel for the homeowner I deal with this shit because I live in a court. Well, there you go. People park in front of our house all the time. Ain't nothing I can say or do about it. Is it a pain in the ass? Well, it's part of living in America. Can't block the streets. Call code enforcement, tell him he's parked there for three days. They'll ticket him and tow him. Hey, you you don't want people to park in front of your house? And you know what you do? You park your car. Because it looks like in this video they got two cars. You park one of those cars in front of your house and nobody can park in front of your house. Bitch wife set him off. Passive aggressive note set him off. It's public street. Deal with it. He's not going to be there forever. I think the people who come to visit should park outside the court. It's just being considerate. That's why I live in the country on property. If you live in suburbia, it's part of it. You take the good with the bad. Hey. See, the thing that gets me so upset is people think that they have all these rights and all this stuff. This goes back to when Arnold Schwarzenegger was talking about the COVID test and wearing seatbelts. You see, the reason why seatbelt laws are enforced is because you're on public roads. You don't own those roads, okay? It's a privilege to drive. Some people think that they have a right to get a driver's license, and you don't. If he parked, if this guy parked in their lawn, okay, he's being a total dick. If he parked up on the curb and got to the, the, the area and, and it's kind of blocking the sidewalk, he's being a dick. He's parked on the street. See, these are the, the, this is the reason why there's these bad neighbor shows on TV is because of people like this. Because I guarantee, I, I, I will say this right now. I guarantee. That these people went to his friend's house. And they fucking browbeat the shit out of his friend. Talking about how rude he is, how terrible of a human being he is. And then telling him, hey, can you tell your friends not to park in front of our house? People only think of themselves, that's the moral of the story. Exactly, like the homeowners. It's a public street. Living in a private neighborhood then. Where it's all private and you own everything. God almighty. And you know, see, this this is the part that I, I love so much. This is the part that I love so much. 
is that back when we were growing up and things were cool and, 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 and people got along and we didn't fight at the drop of a hat, these neighbors could go to somebody's house and go, hey, we get a lot of traffic in front of our house and it, it, it's really upsetting. Maybe it upsets our dogs. Do you think that maybe if you're going to have a bunch of friends over, you could not park in front of the house? Or what we would do is we would park one of our cars in front of the house. You see, you see, there used to be a time where if something bothered us, we took care of it. But now we expect everybody to take care of it for us. We expect the world to wipe our own ass. If I have a problem with people parking in front of my house, I'll gladly park my car in front of the house. Gladly. That way nobody can park in front of my house. I'm new to city life and new homeowner, and we first moved here. My neighbor always parked in front of my home, not in their driveway. I was confused, also thinking that that's my space. Mike explained city life to me. No biggie, cars just parked there. I get it now. I want to, If I want to empty, I have to block the spot with my own trash cans or something. Yeah, there you go. There's another way to do it. I'm nice to everyone I ask. I know I don't own the street. There you go. There you go. See, Jen, you took care of it. You handled it yourself. If you don't want people parking in front of your house, then leave shit in front of your house. I ain't got a problem with that. I got a problem with these people leaving these notes. I mean, you left a note. Why don't you wait till he comes out and goes, hey, we have a lot of... You know, I, I would imagine this would have gone a lot better if the gal would have came out and said, look, we have a lot of traffic in front of our house. Maybe the next time you come over, if you could park on the other side or something, just not in front of our house, that'd be great. Be appreciated. But no, she leaves a note. But I will say that the guy who parked there, he was looking for trouble. He just He looks like a troublemaking young fella. Oh, please save this video. No no video, just still shots of this. Oh, boy. Ogre, I hope you're still here. And no, there's no... Oh, wait. Is that, is that video of it? No, there's no video. Oh, yeah, yes, there is. Yes, there is. There is video. Oh, dear God. Uh, I know every single person on my block. Can't imagine living that way. Yeah. All right. You know how I always tell you, nature is not your friend, except Cowboys Girl, until we get to play the sound effects. Nature is not your friend. Nature is not nature's friend either. This happened at a zoo in Australia. Shocking. The viral video shows an orangutan in this structure that's like way high off the ground. So it's at the Perth Zoo on Australia's west coast. Um, you don't see it originally at first, but you know that there's an orangutan in there, and he's holding a possum. Well, that is until he throws the possum out. Good God.
He threw the possum out. Um, and they caught it on video. Several people can be heard screaming, oh, my God, when asked about what happened. Uh, Crikey's, I'd presume it did not survive the fall. Obviously, the loss of any living creature saddens us, Crikey's, but also nature playing out. The person who shared the possum throwing recorded on Reddit has opened up about what had preceded the epic toss, saying that first orangutan was throwing the possum around on the ground. Well, maybe the, it was mad because it kept playing possum. Possumbly. You see what I did there? <laughs> the orangutan habit is outside the environment, and possums who live at height just like the orangutans, they have known to inhabit the above-ground territories, and the orangutan is like, not on my motherfucking watch, bitch. Poor Joe George Jones. Oh, my God. I needed that today. Somebody posted, bloody hell, that's like an Olympic-level discus throw. And are we really saddened at the loss of a possum? I, I, I mean, I know the zoo official has to say that. But, I mean, come on, really? You're saddened at the loss of a possum? It's not like you lost a panda. Hell, impossible. <laughs> See? See, I knew I could get you guys with that one. <laughs> All right, ass family, that is going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow with another round of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Tomorrow we do sitcom themes. Until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a great Tuesday, and adios, everybody.
good time So bring on the sunshine The hair with the red wine Pour me some moonshine to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.